Welcome to Experiencing Jesus Broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. Anything that will not scare God must not scare you. If you carry God's spirit, because you are one in spirit with God. Praise the Lord. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here's Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Praise the Lord. Are you set for the word? Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we're grateful unto you for your word that is coming. It's really anointed. Your word is blessed. Pray that your word will enrich our spirit, man, and cause the heavens to open with a definite manifestation. I pray in the name of Jesus that every blessed soul here shall live here more blessed than he or she came. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody say a big amen. amen. Right. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's stand, read this one, and say it. Verse 17 to 19. First Thessalonians 5. Verse number 17 to 19. Very popular verses. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. powerful. Very powerful. Pray without ceasing. Then prayer must go with thanksgiving. When that has been done, quench not the spirit. Keep the fire burning. Get the fire burning all the time in prayer. Prayer releases fire. Tell somebody prayer releases fire. Prayer is known as keeping the fire burning on your spirit man. Keeping the fire burning on your spirit man. Very, very powerful. And because of that, I am speaking to you about prayer and the open heavens. Prayer and what? Open heavens. There are a lot of flesh as we approach the presence of the Lord. We come in our body, we come in our souls, we come in our spirit, or we come with them. And uh, we also come with, naturally we walk in a lot of the mindset of our flesh, which sometimes produces, or all the time we produce carnality, we produce um, Things that will have high tendencies for wrongdoing and sins. Then also, in our flesh, we can come very heavy into the presence of the Lord where we are unable to lift ourselves beyond where natural elements keep us. When we encounter the altar of prayer... Fire from heaven falls upon us. And that fire falls upon our spirit. When it is upon our spirit, it is able to energize our soul 
energize our bodies so that we become very, very light in the spirit and very powerful in the spirit as well. Because prayer is the activation of fire, prayer actually is what activates the firebrand nature of the child of God. Tell somebody you are a firebrand. I'm not hearing you at all. Tell somebody you are a firebrand. Tell them you are a fiery person. Very fiery. Acidic. Very fire, 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 fire. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in Hebrews, it says our God is a consuming fire. If God is a consuming fire and everything produces after its own kind, then we ourselves, we are also firebrands. Indeed, when Satan wanted to attempt to destroy um, Joshua the high priest, the Bible makes us understand that he went to God and said that this guy's garment is not correct. So let me go and destroy him. And the Lord immediately sent an angel to remove the garment of Joshua, the high priest. Praise the Lord. Then the Bible makes us understand in Zechariah chapter number 3 that Satan was standing at the right hand to resist him, Joshua the high priest, verse 2. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuked thee, O Satan, even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plugged out of the fire? That is Joshua the high priest is a brand that has been plugged out of fire. So he's a fire brand. Say I'm a fire brand. Praise the Lord. That's one of the natures of a child of God that you are a fire brand. That is why it's an error for demons to settle comfortably on you and around you. Because naturally, flies don't land on hot meals. And if you have fire brand, it does not mean automatically that your fire is on 24 hours. A fire brand is more or much more of a potentiality in your nature like a firewood. Firewood is a firebrand. It needs some fire torches to produce some heat. The gas cylinder is a firebrand. But you need a match to light the fire and then all the potentials of the LPG will come up. Praise the Lord. As a child of God, the Holy Spirit is in you. Is the fire of God in you. But that fire will not automatically manifest until prayer sparks your spirit. And prayer is that matches. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, prayer is that matches. Is that fire. That will light your, your spirit up. And cause your fire to burn. Tell somebody, I'm going to burn. In Jesus' name. So in Revelation chapter 5, verse number 8, I'll show you this. I'm taking you through a corner, and then we'll come back to the open heavens, right? Revelation 5, 8. The Bible says that, and when he had taken the book, he's talking about the angel, the four beasts and four and twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them halves, and golden what vials full of what odors, which are the prayers of saints. Now this is the Lord Jesus Christ who has who is coming up as a lamb that was slain before the foundation of earth to open the seals for the salvation of all men. And when there was silence in heaven, the Bible says that 
And he, when he had taken the book, the 24 elders and the four beasts, they all came with a harp in their hand. That's why prayer goes with praises. They had a harp in their hand, and on one hand was a harp, and on the other hand was a golden censer. And that golden censer was, or golden vials, they were full of others. The others were, I'm going to point out to you in chapter 8, that they were incense. They were what? And these two, the halves and the other in the censer, represented the prayers of the saints. Praise the Lord. So in the heavens, the prayers of the saints are represented by this golden, by this golden censer with the incense inside, inside them. Very powerful. Same in the, in, the, in the tabernacle, where you have the golden censer that keeps um, the incense and then represents praise and prayer of the children of God. This is the heavenly tabernacle. So in chapter number 8, verse 1, let's read some things. Chapter number 8, verse 1. When he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Verse 2 down. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Very quickly. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. Remember, the golden censer represents the prayers of the saints. He had a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of the saints upon the golden altar, which is before what? The throne. Seventh angel was given much incense. Everybody say incense. Which came with the prayers of the saints. Ascending up before God out of the angel's hand. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer. Verse number four. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Say smoke. Is it powerful? Some people don't read Revelation. But today we are reading it. And it's very powerful. So smoke is there. Then verse number 5. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire. Of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. Tell somebody, prayer has an heavenly effect on the earth. So now let's begin to break things down one by one. We have learned that the incense in the golden censer represents the prayers of the saints in Revelation chapter 5. Then in chapter number 8, from about verse number 2, we began to see some things unfolding. Put it there, please. Verse number 2. So, number 3. I want to take time because a lot of people don't like Revelation. So, the angel <laughs> stood on the altar of God and he had the censer in his hand. Those of you who have attended some of our Orthodox churches before, very particularly the Roman Catholic Church, you see that there's a lot of, some people don't know censor, so thank God you have entered Catholic like myself before. So there is a censor that has an incense in it, and then there's fire in it, and that burns the incense so that it can produce smoke. The reason why the priest or the mass service keep blowing the censer with its smoke is because they believe that symbolically it represents the prayers of the saints. And as the smoke is being blown from the, um, the censer, they believe that the smoke, which is spiritually a representation of the prayers of the saints, is driving away evil powers. Praise the Lord. That is a token. That's very symbolic. So you believe in your oil. They believe in their censer with the smoke. 
Why are you shouting? Is it not in the Bible? <laughs> All right, so it is from there that they do. So be very careful when you are criticizing things. Having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense. There was given unto him much what? Say much. One more time, say much. Are you learning something? What does the incense represent? Prayers of the saints. So these prayers that are in the censer, they can be exhausted. Your prayer reservoir before God. This is heaven. This is not earth. The one you prayed for the child, for the business. If it has finished its business, the store can be depleted. So angels said, let us stop up. And symbolically, the mass service, there are some who hold the, much more of the incense. So when the smoke is not really potent, they add more to it. So that you see that why you come And when I was there, I used to like the smell well, well. Very, very beautiful smell. Wow. So they add more incense to the censer. But see that there is something that is happening. The incense itself cannot of itself produce the smoke. The incense in the censer needs fire to produce the smoke. So even though the incense is a representation of your prayer, it is the practical burning of your knees on earth that releases fire from your spirit which is an embodiment of the spirit of God, because God is a consuming fire, that comes upon the heavenly incense in the heavenly censer. And when that happens, that combination produces the smoke. Praise the Lord. And that smoke will rise. So everybody has some kind of a capital of prayer before the Lord. The censer is there, the incense is there, but practically on earth, you need to release prayer into the heavens, and that goes up as fire. It goes up as matches. It goes up as what? It goes up as what? Fire. Say fire. Say fire. fire. Come on now. Say fire. fire. I can't hear you. Say fire. fire. That's why Elijah was praying. He said, the God that answers by fire. Answers by what? Let him be our God. So, your prayers on earth, they are fireized. Moloko kotoba yagada. I can't say this smiling. Hmm. There are cold believers. Revelation says, some are lukewarm. You are neither cold nor warm nor hot. So, Bible recognizes that there is temperature in the spirit when you are serving God. And you have what it takes to regulate your temperature. The thermometer is your spirit and is prayer. You learn how to pray by praying. You don't learn how to pray by reading. All that you read, you must put it into practice. Learn praying 15 minutes. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That's how you are praying. You are praying. You are praying. Tell somebody, pray, 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 pray. It's powerful. People who pray release fire. That fire touches the incense, which is the heavenly representation of the prayers of the saints. And that lights up the fire and the smoke. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Verse 3, verse 4. Let's see. The smoke will now, and that he should offer it with the prayers of the same. With. Say with. I can't hear you. Say the incense with the prayers of the saints. Now, so the Bible cannot say the incense represents the prayers of the saints. And it's also saying that offer the incense with. So it tells you about what is in heaven and what is on earth. They are combining the two on the altar of God. Praise the Lord. Upon the golden altar, which was before the throne of God. So the heavenly counterpart 
and the earthly counterpart, when they meet, some things begin to happen. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended before God out of the angels. And somebody say smoke. smoke. I'm showing you why some things happened in the Bible. When these two combine, there is a smoke. That smoke produces an odor, a scent, a smell. It is that odor, it is that smell that rises to God and enters into the noises of God. And God begins to react. Look at, look at it, look at it. The smoke rose from the hand of the angel, the Nazareth. And look at what happened. Look at what happened. And the angel took the censer, filled it with fire. He filled it with what? Of the what? Altar. So the fire is produced on the altar. Combination of the heavenly incense and your prayers produces fire that produces smoke and cast it into the earth. When you are praying, you are generating fire in heaven. The angel cast it into the earth. So when that, when that smoke enters the nose of God, God begins to react. That's why in Genesis chapter 8, when Noah offered unto God, God smelled the sweet fragrance of the sacrifice, and God began to react. In the Bible, God reacts to that smell from the altar. So we combine prayer and sacrifice at some point. So this smoke, fire from God's altar, when you are praying, say fire. Today I'm going to give you a pictorial view of what has happened in heaven, and that's about to happen on earth. So this fire that is coming, Go back to Revelation chapter 8 because I have to take time. Revelation, some people are allergic to it, so we have to <laughs> take our time. Okay, so, and the angel took the fire from the altar and cast it upon the earth. Somebody say, fire from heaven, fire from heaven. Upon, the upon the earth. Say, fire from heaven, fire. cast upon the earth. And when that was entering the earthly domain, it changed into something. And there were what? Voices. There were what? Talk to me. There were what? Then there were what? Thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. Four things. Voices, thunder, lightning, and what? Earthquake. That is why anybody who is an occult who is after your life as you are praying. Angels will pick the fire from the altar in heaven and throw it down. And when that is thrown down, they will hear voices. Sennacherib came to attack King Hezekiah. And God said, I would destroy him. So Hezekiah went into prayer. And what did God do? He said, he will hear a sound. He will hear a noise. He will hear a voice and he will kill himself. Yeah. That is prayer is working. When you pray, we hear spiritual voices. Heavenly voices begin to speak. Die, die. That means he will die in his shrine. <laughs> Because you are praying. You can't wish it. You have to pray. Fan the fire. Tell somebody, fan the fire. One more time. Tell somebody, fan it. Fan the fire. And don't let anybody confuse you with their praying style. Some people pray quiet. That is their choice. Some people pray loud. That is their choice. Nobody can define one, one set of lifestyle for any kind of prayer. You go to the labor world, some people when they are pushing, they do, mm, is it not pushing? Some to they push, they say, hey! <laughs> All na push. Anyhow, anywhere possible, you must push it out. Praise the Lord. So you are praying with your fingers like this, very pious, thank God. Somebody is praying, makutu kukuda bagadaga. That is also prayer. 
Some people, when they see, they meet somebody who is collapsed, they are cool and collected. They will carry the person without shouting. But a lot of us who see an emergency like that, hey, new Pambro! <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, and the way they react, that is dialing your <laughs> your emergency. So, every don't don't let anybody confuse you that you are talking to your father. Why are you screaming? When God is bringing the answers to prayer, is it silent? Voices. Say voices. After voices, what else? Thundering. Is it silent? Silence. That's why you will pray and God will make thunder strike somebody in the spirit. It's the effect of, the heavenly effect of prayer on the earth. Then lightning. Then shakings. Earthquake. That's why they put them in prison, the apostles. And when the disciples were praying, everywhere was shaking. That's the work of prayer. Are you here with me today? It's a work of prayer. Say, I'm a firebrand. Say, I carry fire. Look at somebody, tell them, use this, your fire. Use it. If you speak in tongues, speak in tongues right now. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. I feel like ending the preaching here. <laughs> la, ya, 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 ya. You see, today and today, hi, any wrongdoing in the spirit against you, sponsored by Satan and his agent, let all these feedbacks enter there. Shout a louder, amen. I see voices. I hear thunderings. I hear lightning. And I hear earthquake anywhere. May the Lord begin to shake everywhere for you. Let there be lightning. Let there be thunder. Shout fire. Hey, please sit. Please sit. Please sit. All right. So, prayer opens the heavens. That's one of the importance of prayer or benefits of prayer. Prayer opens the heavens for blessings. In Luke chapter 3 verse 21, the Bible makes us understand that, and now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying the heaven was what? Opened. The Bible does not talk, he said all of them were baptized, but not all of them were praying. We cannot be in church. And few people will be enjoying open heavens. Why? Because it takes the people who are praying to see the heavens opened. Jesus was praying whilst he was going down. And when he was coming up, prayer was still on. And the heavens opened. You see, when you pray, the heavens respond. The heavens opened not just to the baptism, but to his praying. Because he was the only one who enjoyed that open heavens. And when that happened, God started speaking voice. So we can all be doing the same thing. You can be giving tight. Some people are frustrated that they give tight and there is no heavenly activity. The tight itself powerful, but you need to pray. Then God will use it and turn things around for you. Jesus was the only one seen praying. And the heavens open for him. Tell somebody, the heavens can open for you. Praise the Lord. Maybe you say that is Jesus, but if you look at James chapter 5, verse 17 and 18, there is a human being who also was able to open and shut the heavens at will. And Elias was a man subject to Fufu, subject to Banku, subject to Meyefuniyameya. Yes. Hmm. Subject to like passions as we are. Praise the Lord. So let me just say, because it's Jesus, it was a special case. This is Elias, Elijah. Subject to all things that we are subject to. And he prayed earnestly 
that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. One man who shut the heavens for three and a half years. That's if you joke, somebody will sit where, somewhere and shut your heavens. Do you know when he shut the heavens, it affected a lot of people? Tell somebody, don't keep quiet. If you keep quiet, some occult man will shut the heavens. And it will affect you. Tell somebody, open your mouth. And determine what happens to your heavens. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, don't sit down. For another to regulate your heavens. Take charge of your heaven. The second service is powerful. Tell somebody, I am in charge of my heavens. So when somebody is saying negative things over you, you don't keep quiet. That gentility doesn't pay. Zikelekete is not my portion. I can't be cursed. You can't finish me. Even Cain prevailed. I will prevail. <laughs> Devil is a liar. This evening, today I want to be quiet. It's my birthday. I want, to, I want to take it easy. I want to be a gentleman. Don't you see I put on suit? <clears throat> Elijah, in the face of all court people, if you read the original text, he just shut the heavens and went, went hiding. They, couldn't, they sent such people. International Interpol. They were looking for him everywhere. They couldn't find him. The guy was hiding somewhere. When it was time, he appeared from nowhere. And now said, I have the key. Now heaven open. What was the power of Elijah? Prayer. He prayed earnestly. And he prayed again. He shut it with prayer, prayed, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. So if you see your ground very barren, nothing working around, it should tell you that something has happened to your heavens. When he prayed and the heavens were opened, the earth began to bring forth fruitfulness unto the people. He prayed again. Yeah. One time prayer is not enough. There must be continuous, consistent, persistent, fervent prayers. Every day as you are eating, you must be praying. If you have a desire in your heart, you have to, as long as you are breathing, you must be praying. Pray without season. Don't say, no, I pray that now my marriage is sorted out. No, no, there are times newer threats. ISIS is always bringing new threats. And we have to mitigate that with special security measures. So your husband loves you, we know. You prayed, you got him. But this time around, he has seen the leg of one girl. Zakakalama hatata. Zokreke degrede. Jagadaga dagadaga. Lebedege degregege. Hey! Is it our church? Upgrade your prayers. God, these eyes have not stopped looking. The market, there are better products that are competing with your product that used to hold Monopoly. Have you seen that you don't hold Monopoly again? You got to pray. Speak to somebody like you are in New York. You got to pray. Pray again. You got to pray, man. The boy said he loves me. Now he has seen another person. Is he not free to love that one too? You want to host somebody with psychological blackmail. Why did you tell me you love me? Yeah, that time it is you I saw. <laughs> now I'm seeing another speck. And we don't have a contract yet. 
Don't I have the chance to? Hey. We are shopping. <laughs> you want to tie down somebody? Use your prayers to control the movement of the heavens. He prayed again and opened the heavens and there was fruitfulness on the earth. There can never be fruitfulness on the earth until there is an opened heaven. He said, you give your tithe, you test me, and I will open the windows of heaven and pour you down blessings that you will not have room enough to contain. Your suffering is not the making of God. It is even beyond the hand of demons. Your suffering is the making of your prayerlessness. Open heavens. Somebody say, my prayers will open. The heavens for me. In the name of Jesus. And this Elijah really walked in open heavens. So. To the point that when he was going to die or going to heaven, he didn't have to die naturally. Heavenly transportation came to carry him. You want your business to be flying? It is not only in the marketing. Prayer. Prayer. There must be heavenly voices. Do you see that there are voices that can market your business for you more than you are doing? That come through prayer. Sometimes somebody will hear about your product in Azerbaijan. You don't even know. I have a book. I have calls from Kones, Malawi, Djibouti. I say, hey. And I refuse to put my book on the internet as in the soft copy. I refuse to give it to any um, sales shop on the net like Amazon and the rest. So only hard copies we are selling. How people call me, send us messages. Please, we need them. Somebody too has written a book. He did launch. I didn't launch my book now. <laughs> Call the whole world. Come. Let's launch. They launch. Oh, they are doing advert. Oh, the book is still gathering dust under the bed. Hey, hey. The heavens are not operating for you. Voices. Shakings. God can give shakings in the heavens for your business. Meleke korozo meleke. If you are with a partner, for example, like a husband, and then he's been overtaken by a temptation, by the time he wants to do three, two, one, action, he will hear a rain tender will do. Kudum Say, hey. Prayer is working. I said prayer is working. I'm preaching. Really preaching. I'm really preaching. Don't stop praying. Pray. It, that, you see, when they prayed, it is God that sent the angel. He took the prayer from the altar. And when he threw it, the distribution came. Where voices were needed, voices went there. Where thundering was needed, thunderings went there. Where lightning was needed, lightning went there. Where earthquake was needed. And where with all our powers combined is needed, I am Captain Planet. <laughs> Go planet. <laughs> Ask somebody, do you know what you are missing? For being lazy with prayer? Asking somebody to always pray for you? Learn how to shut and open the heavens. Tell somebody, learn it, learn it, learn it. How to shut and open the heavens. Alright, let's learn about a key to an open heavens in prayer. A key to an open heavens in prayer is called sacrifice. Say sacrifice. One more time, say sacrifice. One more time, say sacrifice. Why sacrifice? 
Why sacrifice? Act chapter 10, verse 2 to 4. Act chapter 10, verse number 2. He's talking about Cornelius. He said, devout man, and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people, and prayed to God always. He gave much what? And prayed to God what? Almsgiving and praying always go together. Prayer and giving go together, hand in hand. They are twins. Tell somebody they are twins. Verse number three. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms have come up for a memorial before God. Angel was telling Cornelius, Your prayers did not come up alone. It came together with your arms giving. Your arms giving or your sacrifice facilitate the manifestation of the result of your prayers. It's one of the mysteries in the kingdom you have to catch. That's why anytime you have a major desire you are praying about, you raise an offering on it. You sow a seed on it and you pray always. Pray always about it. Raise a sacrifice around it. Praise the Lord. Is it clear? Is it powerful? They go together. Angel said the two rose together for a memorial before God. There are people who believe in only prayer, no giving. Even tithe is a matter for you. You can't prosper. The two appear before God for a memorial and they must, the twin must be working together. So prayer operates with almsgiving and almsgiving operates with prayer. There are some who also give, 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 give. They don't pray. So there is no fire to consume the meat on the altar. And it becomes stinking meat on the altar. And that becomes an abomination. Because don't be giving to God without having a communication in prayer with God. God does not need your giving if you are not in communication with him. God wants your relationship, fellowship. Praise the Lord. Some people give, give, go, give an offering for me, give, but you don't pray. Who told you God needs your money? Some to pray, they don't give. The two must work together. Praise the Lord. When I want a new car and I don't want to overspend from my savings, I raise an offering. God, I need a new car. See? That's how a fresh, brand new car will be sold to me for a quarter price. Yeah. I wanted to buy a car. My guy was looking for it everywhere in America. Blah, 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 blah. I said, you are not fasting. You are not praying. Have you given offering? He said, no. For so, so, and so. And then I prayed and raised an offering. That very week, he was called by Toyota. We are fresh. That's the car I'm driving now. Okay, and they gave it to him for quarter, quarter the price, zero mileage. Somebody is also killing himself, paying all the money. I know the secret. <laughs> Say, I know the secret. Yeah. Don't do an international business, major business. You are praying for your business. Raise an offering on the head of the business. And I will show you. Because in the old covenant... In Judges chapter 13, for instance, verse 19 and 20, as you think so, angel visited Samson's mother, and mother first and then spoke to him that you're going to give birth to this guy. And then the angel went and the father said, ah, God, let the angel come back again. So the angel came back. So Manwa, verse 19, Manwa, when the angel came, took a kid with a meat offering. A kid is talking about an animal. Don't go and take your child, though. <laughs> and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord. And the angel did wondrously, and Manoah and his wife looked upon. Look at verse 20. For it came to pass, 
when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar, that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manuel and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. Why? Because in the Old Testament, a sign that a prayer has been answered is that the altar, the offering on the altar will catch fire. And that fire will release smoke to go before the Lord. So when they put the sacrifice on the altar and heaven brought fire to consume it, they said, that's an answered prayer. Praise the Lord. So in the old covenant, for uh, one of the symbols of an answered prayer is when fire from heaven consumes the sacrifice. So there was no answered prayer until there was a sacrifice consumed on the altar of prayer. Hello? Are you seeing the connection? Are you sure you're seeing the connection? No answered prayer until the fire will consume the sacrifice on the altar of prayer. That's why we give sacrifice and we pray. We pray and we give sacrifice. For an answered prayer. Prayer does not get answered automatically. There are things to do to make the prayers effectual. Praise the Lord. Are we not talking about Elijah? Are we not talking about opening and closing the heavens? How did he open and close the heavens? He said, now repair the altar of the Lord. And then he said that, give them one cow, give me one cow. Let them put it on their altar, I will put it on my altar. And let them now begin to call on the name of their God. I will call on the name of my God. And the God that answered by fire. Now this guy could have only repaired the altar without meat. But what is the essence of an altar without meat? So he now put meat on it. Because he knew that the heavens will respond to sacrifice. And when he called, because sacrifice was on ground, look at the guy's prayer. He said, God, that they will know that you have sent me. That is, God has already told him that I'm going to do it. But by spiritual intelligence, he knew that for the miracle to happen publicly, you need to arrange certain things to provoke the heavens. Somebody God has already told, I'm going to manifest my glory. He knew that the manifestation will not automatically appear until there is an a sacrifice on the altar. That's why he put the sacrifice there. And the fire came and came straight to the sacrifice. Consumed it and the heavens opened and immediately the rain started falling. You don't open the heavens because you know how to pray in tongues much. There are things that engage the heavens. Godly sacrifice. I want to marry. Nobody marries in the family. Remember Bumi Kwasia. As you are praying, some of us, we pray until we sweat. Use that in your day in prayer sweating. Also be willing to give for whatever you are praying for. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, Cain married, had children. He was cursed. What is your business struggling to marry? Are you cursed? You are not talking to me again. <laughs> I said to you, it's my birthday, so I want to be gentle. So, are you cursed? Ask somebody, are you cursed? Are you not blessed? If Cain was prospering, what is your business struggling? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. That's why some of us are very sacrificial. We will never stop. Because sacrifice doesn't help God. It helps you. For your prayers to be answered. God can do without it. But it's his principle. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at Psalm 126. Is this Psalm 126? Psalm 126. Let's read it. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Verse 2. Let's run very fast. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord has done great things. Praise the Lord. How many of you want your captivities to be turned? You want it to be turned? Are you sure you want it to be turned? And then look at it. I said, the Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. I'm showing you how to turn captivity. He said, now turn again our captivity. 
The first one was a report. Now he's praying. Oh Lord, as the streams in the south, now he's praying. Now he's praying. Fine. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Hello? <laughs> Are you learning? Turn the captivity. I have prayed. Sow in tears and you reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, is it not prayer? Sacrifice, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his testimonies. Doubtless. One of the shorties of answered prayer is sacrifice and tears in, in the process. Sacrifice with prayer. Doubtless return. Say I shall return. With a testimony. Because my sacrifice is on ground. I'm telling you. If you know this key. is a master key. Doubtless you will return. Doubtless. And I thank God that in this church. When I preach messages like this. I don't raise seed. That's, I'm interested in giving you the key. Than the cash. You need understanding. Lack of knowledge, my people perish. Praise the Lord. But you need it. Some of you need it for your childbirth. Some of you need it for your education. Some of you need it for other things. Praise the Lord. You need it for many things. You need a key. Tell somebody you need a key. I can't hear you at all. Tell somebody you need a key. You need a key. Tell somebody, hold on to this key. Prayer must go with sacrifice. Then what will happen? The heaven shall open. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. You have been listening to Experiencing Jesus broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the Social Welfare Road, between the Goyle Filling Station and Vile One Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at The Keeper's House Chapel International. For further information, visit our website www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. Call 0244-117-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0244-366-196. Experiencing Jesus, Birthing Ministries.